Folks, don't forget that block parties are back on Chippewa. Get to Rec Rooms bio on Instagram, Twitter, or any other social media and get your tickets today for the bounce back event of the season, Bills vs. Jets this Sunday. Without further ado, here's Trainwreck Tonight 223. Out Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Folks, welcome to Train Wreck Tonight 223. I'm your host, Adrenaldale, joined by Maniac today, and it was an elite fall day, Maniac. Today's show sponsors Outlet Liquor. Picasso's Pizza, Outlet Liquor, it's the place to buy a case. And as Frank and Sheik Dewaga said today, it is 2017 on Bill's Twitter today. We got a big show. We're talking arguably one of the worst weeks in Buffalo sports in a very long time as the Buffalo Bills lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars 9-6. to And the Buffalo Sabres have now lost four straight games. And Jack Eichel is finally gone. Tune in for a big show, folks. Let's go. You don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop. You don't stop. Follow me into the great unknown Where pink flamingos grow Diet soda flows and what you take Magically regenerates On supermarket shelves Ovens clean themselves, you don't pay the tab till the last drop. So we all ride for nothing, cause this train never stops. Train wreck tonight, two twenty three. Maniac, it was just one of these weeks and weekends, like I just said. Bills lose 9-6. I couldn't win a goddamn bat. Sabres have lost four in a row. It was just a, a tough Monday, really tough Monday. It was a week to forget for sure. Uh, I think we're all glad to have it in the books. I mean, you want to talk about a Halloween hangover. It was right to a Sabres loss, another Sabres loss. Jack Eichel going to another team happily. Savers loss, no UB, college football madness on Saturday. It was almost impossible to win gambling-wise. And then you have the NFL, which it was just upset Sunday. If you went with all the upsets, congratulations. You made some great picks. But if you went with the favorites, you got absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, I mean, what were the the four big losses? Dallas money line, Bills money line, Saints money line. Um, How the hell did the Rams lose at home on Sunday Night Football? I thought – 
yesterday was going to be huge for my NFC West futures with having the Rams. San Francisco moved to minus three at home. They get shellacked. And then, yeah, the Tennessee Titans, I think that's the big thing to talk about. Their, yeah. past, their past four games, that was their toughest stretch. They've run the gauntlet for sure, but still no respect from the Vegas side of things. I mean, don't you think? I mean, again, it doesn't mean everything, but. Isn't that crazy to you? They knock off the Bills. They knock off the Chiefs. They knock off the Rams on the road. And they beat the. the And and they're a team with proven playoff success. They've been in the playoffs in recent years. I mean, yeah, they lost to Lamar Jackson last year and like made a couple of crazy plays, but they've had success. Yeah. And now the Titans are going on their kind of the easier part of their schedule. Yeah. The Bills, on the other hand are only a half game up in the AFC East now. I can't believe that the Bills are only a half game up in the AFC East. I mean, it, it seemed like a couple of, like two weeks ago, they were minus like 3,000 to my, win yeah. it. Minus three, 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 three or whatever. Oh, just and ridiculous. Yeah, now I mean, yeah. Alan Pergament, if he, I, I, he said the Patriots were something to worry about two weeks ago, and I kind of tried to body him on it. I hope he doesn't see that and come own me, honestly. But yeah, yeah, speaking of hangovers, I mean, we all have a hangover after that loss yesterday. Al, what, what I mean, woke waking up today. I, what what have you heard from Smokey? What have you heard from Tucks? What have you heard from the from the HQ? Is it, is it rallying the troops or is it we got to hit the panic button? Uh, the, the text from my brother yesterday. I'm gonna I, I took a screenshot of it. He goes weekend because he went to Jacksonville. He flew yeah, down there. Yeah, that's a he, tough one to go to. We'll get into that. Oh, absolutely brutal. And he stayed at the team hotel. Was really cool though. Met all the Bills players. Was on was was on the same elevator with Brandon Bean. Um, so definitely had some good stories there and some good pictures and videos, but his text weekend in Jacksonville arrived Thursday, mini hurricane slash pissed rain Friday and Saturday, top 10 upset in NFL history on Sunday, home Monday. What a weekend. Is that a top 10 upset in NFL history? Is that, I mean, the bills, the bills Vikings was more than that. It was 16 and a half, 17. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would assume it is. I mean, I don't know, like, how, how accurate, like, like were teams, like, you know, what were the spreads like in 1972? Like, what was going on? No clue. No idea. Like, was, that, like, yeah. was anybody ever more than a 14-point underdog or favorite in 1972? Like, with those offenses? Like, they were lucky to be throwing for a buck fifty two hundred a game, <laughs> I feel like. And, and, again, I might be speaking completely out of pocket here. But I'm talking about the, I mean, it just feels like nowadays, like when you look at an NFL quarterback nowadays versus 15 years ago, the numbers are like 20%, 30% more. And yeah, I know it's not exactly derivative of that as we roll on here on TrainRx9223, but, and that's another thing. I mean, we talked for so long about how we wanted Allen to get 300 yards. He had 264 yards yesterday. It didn't even feel like he had like anything. Like, am I right? Felt like he had no success all day, basically. No, well, he did throw the ball 47 times, almost threw it 50 times. I mean, completely. So I agreed. So he was at about six yards per attempt, which is not good. It was. You're right, though, Maniac. At Rec Room yesterday, which, by the way, was a phenomenal crowd. Um, Another great crowd. At the I moment. mean, for a Sunday 1 o'clock game, hate to say it, once again, it kind of, I mean, myself walking in, it kind of felt like a preseason mentality. I didn't think that we, we'd have any oh, issues. Oh, I got caught off guard. I, I'm not getting yeah. caught off guard again the rest of the season. This is a good warning. Because now I know no matter what happens, no matter what is going on in the situation, no matter if the Bills are two touch, although the Bills are five touchdown favorites in a game, I'm not letting my guard down. Yeah, I mean, everyone thought Miami, Jacksonville, Jets, three easy wins. You're going to see Trubisky in all three. Uh, that's, that clearly has not been the case. And, Maniac, yeah, it got to the point where yesterday I'm just like, what the hell am I watching? 
Like, what yeah, is this? It was, team? Uh, what is going on? Like, I get it. Sometimes, as players, just like fans, it's maybe tough to get up for a game. And it just seems like in that game, Jacksonville wanted it more. Yeah, and, the Bills were just trying to win, it felt like, I guess. And Jacksonville was playing like everything was on the line. Yeah, what was yeah. his name? Griffin was saying yesterday, the Bills sideline just didn't have it. Now, I don't know if I agree with that. That might be like a little bit overblown. Yeah. But, I mean, what were your thoughts? You obviously heard those comments, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just, is the blueprint out? On how to beat the Bills and how to stop the Bills. Like, look at the Chiefs. Well, well, the O-line, too, the thing is they were shuffling on the O-line. No matter what, when you're shuffling on the O-line, it's almost in the NFL you're guaranteed to have trouble. And I'm not validating yesterday because they were just – it was like the Jaguars were running free right off the snap. It was unbelievable. But, you know, it wasn't like this is the starting O-line that we were basing, like, our whole, like, life around. Like, everyone was glad to see that Dawson Knox and Spencer Brown are both expected to be at practice yeah, this week. Yep. And honestly, when you just think about that upgrade, those two upgrades right there, you're getting some steady O-line play. You're getting a dominant tight end who's been, like, among the league lead this year as far as offensive weapons. Yeah, they've missed some. They've missed some these last couple weeks for sure. Yeah, and did you think the Bills looked a little undisciplined yesterday? I mean, I know, listen, I know some of the flags. I know a lot of people had problems with the, the officiating, and there was a lot of missed calls. But the, NFL, the, the officials just seemed like they were out of their depth. It seemed like they were like they had only done a high school game before that, and they got called up to, like, an NFL game like that day on both sides. I'm not saying it was bad, like, one way or the other. No, and that's what I'm saying, too. I mean, the Bills were a little bit – it seemed a little undisciplined. Like, you know, you don't you, – typically you don't see that. Like, the Trey White retaliation um, – but no, it just was a very, very just horribly off game from top to bottom yesterday. For that, that and, it, and it ruined our it ruined what was a pretty entertaining week. And obviously, it was yeah. tough gambling, but you had a great UFC event. Of course, Slick cost me a little bit of money there, even though I think he went two and two or something. But, yeah, but I don't know. I'm pissed at Slick still. He's on my hot seat. We had the birthdays. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. Uh, yeah, my birthday was what uh, November first, day after Halloween, and then we rolled right into Kansas on Friday. Casey's BlackRock, nice surprise. Two weeks party. ago, two weeks ago, I was upset about Studio D party situation. Now I'm happy, like there was because it was just too much, like with everything going on. Oh, you mean like that Sunday night? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's just you can't you can't make that happen on a work night. And yeah, too much, the, too much going on, and for, for it to be the correct vibe. But how about? Casey's seemed like half of Buffalo media was there. Yeah. I mean, that place, you want to talk about popping? My goodness. You had everyone. I, I, I want, I, should we name names? I mean, we what? had, what? you know, we had a certain, you know, I don't want to talk about the SPCA, but we had a certain bulldog, you yep. know, walk, walk on in on all fours. And then, uh, Fer- Ferris Bueller's, uh, sister, Ferris and, Bueller's sister. And then met the replacement for Marcel. Oh, yeah. Elena, we met Elena. So Elena's great. She's yeah. awesome. She, now, with that said, I've actually taken over a very prestigious position, Al. I am going to be her Buffalo consultant. So anytime yep. she needs to validate something or because okay. she's, she's very she, – she just wants to – I mean, she just wants that brand protected. Let's face it. Marcel is a tough uh, act to follow. It's not going to be easy. He was a guy – was very aggressive, very assertive. He was a little out there with his tweets for ESPN. So it's a tough act to follow. She wants to do the best job, and that's why she's she's enlisting some who would consider the best. She's got to get involved in the Buffalo food scene ASAP. 
Buffalo food scene. She said she's going to make a run in. She's obviously going to play up blue cheese. She was taking some stock photos of wings the other day. So she's making the right plays. There we go. There we go. And Mr. Matt, Matt Perino was there as well. Housing some wings from Casey's Matt P Matt P great guy. Great guy. Oh. Cons- or, so originally, and that's train wreck tonight history. Cause we were having Matt Perino on and just at the last second out of nowhere, like just truthfully to you and I, I don't know how much earlier it happened, but he goes, yeah, is it okay if like my friend Joe Cons comes or my guy like Joe Cons comes? And we're like, of course. And then he came on that show that night, I believe, yep. and the rest is history. That's so true. At Studio D, yep. Yeah, things, awesome. things escalate uh, very quickly, so that's exciting to see. Um, and yeah, obviously his birthday at Casey is a hell of a time. And then yep. today, happy birthday shout out to Wake Jockins. Yeah, another one. I mean, that's yeah, three birthdays in a week. Our guy, the cap, he's our stats guy. Um, you know, a lot going on. I, I, I hate to say it. I, I, I hate to say this. You wish they would have just got the job done yesterday, right? Like, even if it was just 13 9 or whatever, like, oh, yeah, all you needed was just to go one and oh, and that was like, yeah. truly, it really just, and again, these guys all have their birthdays. It's all the time you, you know, so people are different about their birthdays. Like, I've kind of grown a little bit out of mine, but some people look forward to them, and obviously, it's a time every year for reminiscing and being positive and everything like that. And it just feels like, damn you, Bills. Yeah, I you, feel see bad. The, you see the cover of the money line. I feel bad for Wake. You know, it could have had a victory Monday. Congrats on the new. I job. can't believe they robbed him of a victory birthday Monday. That's yeah. bullshit. No, it, it, it really sucks. Um, I just lost my train of thought. But yeah, I mean, back to, you know, the Bills and what's going on right now and the panic mode and Bills Twitter being in the 2017. I was, I had a screenshot, um, a tweet that was replied to Greg Thompson about teams over the past, you know, three, four years that have won. You know, Super Bowl. I mean, you look back, 2020, Bucks were seven and five. 2019, KC started six and four. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2018, uh, what was it? I, the Pats were what nine and five with losses to the five, eleven Jags, six and ten Lions, and seven and nine Dolphins. Like it's yeah. Listen, I mean, yesterday was a knock in the face. Like, the Bills are not elite right now. That's that's not a question. That's not, like, even a thing. The defense was great. If you want to talk about them being elite, definitely a conversation you can have. Um, but with that said, it's all about getting hot at the right time. Like, yeah. if, if you, you would much rather be hot two months from now than right now, as, as much as it pains to say it. That was the difference. last. Like, last year – they had to still overtake New England. Like, they had never won the division, right? Like, we're still confident. Like, if I look at the Bills' division odds right now, what are they, Al? Are I think I saw this day? morning they were, like, minus 625 to win the Yeah, game. minus 6. So, I mean, again, the Patriots are on your heels, but the money lines are going to speak for themselves. They'll be six- to seven-point favorites over the Patriots at home. They'll be probably a money line to plus two at yeah. New England. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. you just got to win your two games against the Jets. You got to win a couple of the clunkers. Yeah. Like the Colts game is going to be tough. They're going to have uh, some extra time. Uh, no, not extra time to prepare for that, but that'll be the next Bills home game. So that's something to look forward to in a couple weeks. So, yeah. Not looking ahead anymore. Bills are two touchdown favorites again, but I'm just talking about go one and oh. I was just going to say. It's button time. It's button, button season, yeah. Al. It's button season. Yeah, and, and, and Maniac, what did I do stupidly yesterday at Rec Room? You know, I, I, I took Bill's money line live, like, late in the fourth, like, minus 165. So yeah. stupid. Oh, it's, and it seems – I mean, and even you knew what you were getting into. You knew the Bills only had one or two more drives, but you're like, yeah. I mean, there's like, I mean, and it was very close. The, Gabe Davis catched down the uh, – down the yeah. That third down play, though. That's the second time you and I – 
I mean, it happened in the Houston playoff game, but third and long and Allen take, and it, I don't even call it taking a sack because it's just like he came in untouched. Like it wasn't like there wasn't anything to take. Like no. anyone would have got obliterated, but part of that is the O-line. So with that said, are you worried about the O-line specifically or the whole offense? I would say at this point, it's probably the whole offense. And, and all that goes all the way to Dable, um, you know, not being able to make adjustments, um, you know, <laughs> This is a big week coming up, you know, with the Jets, even though we are, what, 13-point favorites, I believe we opened up as. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the old line. I mean, there's literally no run game. Allen with, what, three more turnovers, um, you know, two in the air, one one fumble. Um, could have been another fumble late in the game if they wouldn't have called blown that blown that down. Uh, I, I think, I think I, I'm, I'm unbiased, unbiased. Like, yeah, they could have let that go, but – that was like a protect the QB call that gets made with like every other QB. In the yeah. league. Like no, when you're getting I, tackled by three guys and you're not going forward, but you're still standing up. Like, yep. it was like, 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 don't get me wrong. If they had, if they had swallowed the whistle for another half second, it would have been Jaguars ball. It would have been, yeah. but, but the way it happened, it could, I don't think that was like, Agreed. they they blew the call. No, I'm not. They, yeah. The bills were fortunate, but the, but they did the refs didn't blow that call. Yeah. But I, like I said, and I just think it's a whole, I really do. I, uh, Tell me about these honest conversations probably today. Who do you think is having some honest conversations? Got to be Cody Ford, right? Cody Ford, Williams. Yeah. I mean, even Dawkins is probably getting to talking to him. He wasn't anything special yesterday. Yeah. And what about what about honest conversations from Allen Diggs? Even people that perform, there's got to yeah. be people. They got to be talking to each other right now. Like that's a huge wake up call. Like that that Jaguar team is not good. They're bad. They're bad. Yeah. Did Smokey have any remedies or or what's going on? I mean, I could scroll back. I mean, yeah, Smokey, definitely not in a very pleasant mood either. Um, it's just, yeah, I mean, he he definitely, I think, oh, yeah, he did send the, he sent the classic text. I know when I bring this up to you, you don't like it, but, like, who have the Bills beat this year? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> like, no don't get me wrong. It's a 1,000% true. Yeah. Um, everything is a percent true, but I think we all know that if the Bills get clicking with the defense they have, they can win the Super Bowl for sure. If that offense yes. gets clicking at an at an even just an yeah. above average rate, it doesn't yep. have to be spectacular. It doesn't have to be great. No. Above average. And, and, and here, this might be the overreaction take here. I don't even think it really is. Okay, here we go. We'll see what you think. I mean, I'm ready for this honest conversation. I mean, I think right now, after losing to the Jags and with Tennessee going 4-0, their last four difficult games, I would say, I know there's probably not a line for this, but Tennessee minus one fifty two hundred to take the one seed. How do I mean? If you look at their upcoming schedule, and now you're only a half game up, you know, to the Patriots, and you still got to play them twice, and you got to play, you know, the box, and you got to, you got, I mean, anything can happen in the NFL. But I'm just saying, I really think when it, from a Tennessee perspective right now, after what they did in LA, I, I mean. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're right. I just look at it though, and I and I come and right, and they're going to be next week. So, what is Vegas saying, Al? Because next week they are minus two and a half at home against a Saints team that was down like three touchdowns to the Falcons yesterday at home. I can't believe that. So, so what is going on? Yeah, like you tell me. Is that going to be? Are they expecting a letdown coming back from the West Coast in prime time? Like, because it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I try not to let Vegas dictate all my thinking. Like, I really don't. I use them yeah. kind of as a guide. But clearly, that's an, that's an, that's an alarm emoji line, right? Yeah, well, like, it makes that, no sense. Over the past four weeks, Bills, Chiefs, Colt, Rams, were, Colts, Rams, weren't they supposed to have a letdown game? They still haven't. 
but but those were but those aren't like let down opponents. You're up for all those opponents. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. Like, I, are I they up for the Saints at home? Like the Saints aren't really anything special this year. Yeah. They just lost to the Falcons. Like that's my only thing. I get that. I get that angle. I do. I do. And again, and what happens, right? They'll lose to the Saints at home, and you're asking yourself that next Monday. How did this team beat the Rams, Colts, Bills, Chiefs, and lose to the Saints at home? Like, like that's just the way the NFL works. Like, yep. at certain point, yeah, is it worth getting upset about? But this is football, man. Like, you look to Saturday, like, Minnesota losing to Illinois. Minnesota lost to Bowling Green yep. and then worked their way all the way back into the top 25. <laughs> like, do, how, like, like, in Kevin Masari's world, that wouldn't even be possible. But if you lose to Bowling Green, you're out of the top 25 forever. But somehow they lost to Bowling Green and made their way all the way back only to lose and get skunked by Illinois. Like, it's just like, again, and yesterday with all the upsets, Dallas at home. I mean, it was just crazy. Like, listen, it was kind of, maybe it's that time of year at the NFL. And let's face it, hasn't the public been a little bit riding too clean like so far this year? It feels like the favorites have been covering, the heavy favorites have been covering. Haven't we talked about that? How, like, teams minus eight and more were, like, Winning by an average of like fifteen, like or something, yeah, like yes. like yeah. So I don't know. And maniac, like you said, I- I'm done with the minus four hundreds. I'm done. Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> How many times are we gonna say that? Uh, All I right, just- but hey, on our last part of the say on the Bills talk, can they go three and zero? So they're gonna be minus fourteen this week. They'll probably be what minus five, minus six against the Colts if if all yep. continues as planned. And then they'll likely be my I would say minus two against New Orleans on a short week at New Orleans on Thanksgiving oh, that, night. That line are that line already opened up on DraftKings today. Bills minus three and a half. Okay, cool. I would like I would like to watch that at like Studio D or something for that, for sure. Oh, that's after it. everyone's eaten, get together. Yeah, Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Sorry, Brennan's. We won't be there. We will yeah. be. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, can we get posted up at Breno's? <laughs> No, for sure. We should definitely do something. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, like you said, you asked this question. I mean, yeah, you got to think you're definitely – I mean, once again. You're What's definitely... the line for this? So the line for this is probably plus 160. That's a two, yeah, two to one. Yeah. Two to one, all three. Because, I mean, yeah, you got to beat the Jets. Hopefully stomp them. Um, got to win at home. Got to win at home before you hit the, before you hit the road again. Um, yeah, and then you're going to walk into a very – Hostile environment Thanksgiving night. Yeah, that's well, gonna be that. No, 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 you're right. That's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy town. Yeah, I mean, if you're struggling in Jacksonville with pre- with pressure blitzing, that's yeah, with crazy. Urban Meyer, who's like the most yeah. overmatched head coach of all time. Yeah, like oh my god. No, I'm definitely yeah. I'm yeah. not as confident as I. So would you bet it? What would you say? Would you bet the if I if I gave you a free roll? If you gave me two to one. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm giving you a plus one seventy five. I, I I probably still would. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you'll yeah. take that. You got to think. That. Yeah, they're they're going to be two and zero heading to head into the Saints. Yeah. Okay. Uh, really. I think, I think that's fair. Yep. Um. Speaking yep. of taking, oh, I mean, always a good time to take a moment and order some Picasso. <laughs> Picasso's tonight. Order online at picassospizza.net. Speaking of L's, Al. <laughs> Not a great week for the Sabres. Truth be told, like, 
the, the, I mean, these were close games. Like, they were up in a lot of these. They were up in at least half of them. They were up by two goals in the first one on Sunday. They got beat pretty bad out west, though. They got they did get beat pretty bad out There are two or three games where they just look completely overmatched. And then they obviously lost to Detroit, blew a two-goal lead, or blew a late lead uh, against them. So, with that said, are you out? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, honestly, you were in two weeks ago when they were, or actually, you were in a week and a half ago when I, they were. No, I'll admit ago, it. I, I, I tuned in um, for a little bit of uh, Sabres after dark, and then that loss of the Red Wings just really just. Yeah, I mean, that was a that was a wind out of your sails loss. Oh for sure. God, you're up, but you can maniac. You can just tell with the talent, the skill set level. It's just it's. It's sad. It's going to be a. What, very... what if they get middle stat back and the boost they're going to get from uh from some other guys? Oh yeah, <laughs> the boost from middle stat. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, can... you know, I'm... you you told someone before the year they were going to be five one and one out of the gate. Like that didn't happen by mistake. No, like, they weren't. They, these teams weren't sleeping on the Sabers like in no. the third game of the season. No, I get that, and it's been a very wacky start to the NHL. Yeah, the Avalanche, so say, I, I, the Avalanche have looked is... horrible. The Knights have looked pretty bad. Knights have been bad. The Panthers and Hurricanes going on these 8-0, 9-0 runs to start the season. It's definitely been a very strange start. Uh, but you're right, man, Nick. Yeah, did I think that 5-1-1 one one was ever going to happen this year? No, but you can just tell over these past four games, just like I said, the difference in the, the talent level. It, it just it just shows. I mean, they really weren't even competing out west, and you're, you're playing the Kings, the Sharks, and the Kraken. You're not playing the Avalanche, the Wild, and the Knights. I mean, I couldn't that imagine. If, I couldn't imagine if you were playing those three teams. That's all I'm gonna say. Can't believe they allowed the first hat trick in team history to the to the Kraken. Yeah, it's they went to the crack house, and then you're you're at home to the Red Wings up three one. You're gonna let Bertuzzi score twice like that to tie. Are the Red Wings that bad though? They just beat your Knights, or they just beat Bertino's Knights. The Red Wings shouldn't finish in the top four or five of that division. Gotcha, gotcha. Right? Vert- How happy is Bertino about Eichel? Oh, can you believe that tweet? He was so happy. I've been waiting for this all my life. <laughs> hey, like you said, though, that, I mean, as Sabres fans watching hockey in, you know, potentially what, March when he comes back. Oh, April, it's going to be absolutely brutal. It's, it's, it's going to be the most brutal thing that's ever happened. But it's at least it's going to, you're going to want to watch it. You want to, you want to. Oh, bro, this is going to give, this is literally going to give like the. This is going to be, and thankfully Twitter just wasn't prominent in this era, but this is going to give like 2008, 2009 Rangers, Flyers, Drury, Briere vibes like, oh, oh worse. It's going to be worse. Yeah. It's- Bro, the Panthers have won like 10 in a row. You know the Knights. The, th- the thing that makes me want to make the play on the Knights, even though you have been saying they stink and they do stink and they keep losing and they're not really that good. Is you know they're gonna go all in again. <laughs> That's the yeah. great thing about the Knights is they're all in every single year. And they are they they are pretty banged up. I they're banged up that. and they're playing the long game. They learned last year that these first like two months of the season really don't mean much. No, especially they get hot in the late season, yeah. but especially um, with their, especially with their division, it's a very weak division out there. You know, Stone's banged up, Max is banged up, Eichel's gonna come back. I think the problem though with with the, like I said with Vegas and. And Colorado was the goaltending piece. Yeah, Darcy Comper or whatever, and friggin' Lanner. I mean, they—they—he's—he's they, he's looked awful. Lanner, like something, he's looked good everywhere else he's gone since Buffalo. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if he'll write the ship, but 
I still I don't like him. I know it's no. tough to it's tough to talk about him because yeah. it's like if you talk about him, you're hating on like the fact that he was going through all his struggles. You don't yeah. want to hate on the struggles, but at the same yeah. time, like the Sabers stunk during that time. Like yeah, and I, so I, then you're then you're gonna turn around and say like like that it was the Sabers' fault. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, this fact is everything. I don't know what I'm doing though yet from a hockey perspective in futures. I've started a little bit with the Isles just because of Dewey and Rob. It's fun. Just little it stuff. Is. You've seen it done. I got the Hoblin ticket yesterday, which is nice to see. Um, just You're literally, took, just literally took the first five favorites. That's all I did. I didn't not. think his Twitter take was that funny, by the way. No, but it was just it's just funny to see. It was just goofy. Know. All right. Yeah, goofy. yeah he, de- he definitely looked like someone that was like. Like he admitted he was kind of like a weirdo was what was how it went, yeah, right? I didn't yeah, that was not meant for it to be a good take. It was just funny to see that. Hey, funny to see that. And speaking yeah. of seeing that, things you love to see, UV basketball set to get underway. I mean, and we've got some action out the gate. I mean, in this month, both UB basketball teams, men and women's, are gonna be playing some top ten matchups. You got the men against Michigan on Wednesday night, I believe you said, Al, right? At eight PM on the Big Ten Network. Six thirty. Six thirty PM on the Big Ten Network. Standard yep. Eastern Standard Time, and you got the women. Uh, that's not till next week, but they'll be taking on number one South Carolina after an opener against Canisius tomorrow. So very exciting, great chance for these programs to get some national exposure, yep. get these players some national exposure because UB both programs expected to make some noise, especially that men's Al. Me, Nick, real quick, I just want to throw back. Do you remember what was the game? I think it was uv women's against uconn when we were at rec room how they yes. stood, they stood close remember that yeah that was awesome yeah well well the thing is you if you remember that uconn started that game on a 15-0 run and then and then literally uv women never went down more than 15 That's and incredible. kept it and then got it within 10 in like the final like five minutes like it was crazy the way they hung around in that game was absurd Basically, yeah. and again, the ultimate factor, which I'll never get over, and Coach Jack, like, even just jokes about it, playing, playing UConn in the round of 32 in UConn. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. in store, it was in stores. Yeah, yep. so, so it was literally in Connecticut. So ridiculous. But, yeah, they're expected to make some noise. Speaking of making some noise, I'll get this early shout-out out of the way. Shout-out to Coach Jack. She's having her number uh, raised to the rafters at uh, Syracuse. This week, so it's basically a long time coming. Um, a little overdue from Syracuse, if you ask some people, but better late than never. Uh, all time points and rebounds leader when she left the program. Uh, wow. they can't do much better than that, right? No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, so super excited for her. But when you were in her conference today, it was all talk about getting ready for Canisius tomorrow. So that's the way a professional works, that's the yeah. way a gamer works. It's one game at a time. Yep. They're super excited, Al. Obviously, fair. Uh, coming back, Hemphill coming back is is the amazing thing. Uh, obviously, going to love to see what she can do in a super senior season. And then, yeah, it's who can step up, who can be, you know, a couple of years ago, obviously you had Sierra Dillard and you had Summer Hemphill, but who, but it was the Hannah Halls, it was the Teresa Nwukas, it was the Brittany Morrisons that eventually got you to a MAC title and got you to some NCAA runs. And that's what they're going to need from the supporting cast this year. And it's going to be the same way with the men. I mean, there are huge expectations for that men's program this year. Favorites. Favorites, you know, to be there Saturday in Cleveland. And I'm looking at their schedule right now. You have five games in November. The one that I have circled, December 4th at St. Bonaventure. Be (laughs) Be careful what you wish for. Hashtag invade Olean. Whitesell in a hostile environment. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. Whitesell is going to get teed up four minutes in just to send a message. 
No chance. <laughs> Have we ever seen in Whitesell get teed up in person? I, I don't recall. I don't recall him getting teed up, but no. that, that sends all the more a message. They know it's a real deal. But yeah, no, super excited. Yeah. Obviously, and shout out to Bunt, Masari, Rob Ryan, especially though, Bunt, Tybee as well. Great UB coverage so far in the football area, and we'll obviously have it for you all season with the Bulls, so make sure you keep it tuned to Bullet Point 716 and keeping it tuned in, Al. Oh. A day we never thought would happen. Yeah, so we finally got the big news. A um, lot of tweets today coming in regarding what's going on, and I think, yeah, they, uh, they, they officially announced who and what licenses will be allowed here in New York State. FanDuel, BallyBet, BetMGM, DraftKings, Rush Street Interactive, which is Bet Rivers, uh, Caesars, WinBet, Resorts World, and PointsBet. And sportsbooks will pay a 51% tax rate, highest of any multi-operator market. It's going to be fun, Maniac. It's going to be actually, it's going to be great to to shop around, shop some lines. You get a you get a future here at this one, but oh wait, the wins got it at eight to one instead of six to one. You know what I mean? So. It's just going to be really exciting, um, and they're projecting this before the Super Bowl, which would be That's huge. Well, it's nice to have an option. I mean, let's face it. If you're really a gambler, you sometimes you just run into that situation where you're at home with a ticket on a Sunday night, and you, you wish you could put in a little hedge or a little something just to make you feel better, peace of mind. Yep. You're like, I don't want to take a 25-minute drive, or I don't want to, you know, I can't get a hold of so-and-so, you know, yeah. keep that to the side, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like so it's frustrating there, and it's nice to have an option uh, otherwise, obviously. So a couple things. One, Barstool Sportsbook did not get in. Uh, that Penn was big. Na- yeah, Penn National, Bet365, the score bet, which is also acquired by Penn, didn't get in. Fox Bet and Fanatic Sportsbooks. I think one thing I definitely want to look into, which I have not done like really any research on at all, is figuring out taxes and tax forms and how much you <laughs> win. You know what I mean? Like. Because, like, oh, they'll have you winning, like, this $600, but wait, did you calculate that I lost, you know, this much money? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Well, no, I assume, like, that's the thing. That's why you got to keep those loser tickets if you're doing it, because that way you can say, oh, well, I lost this. And they're like, well, how do you say it? Bang. Boom. Right? But yes. I just got to hope that won't that app track that for you, or do you have to cal- or track those losses yourself? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Oh, like I, assume it, I assume it would, it would track it for you for sure. Yeah, because I was going to say, what if you win, say, in a year, calendar year? What if you win $5,000 of bets on DraftKings, but what if you lose 6000 I should yeah, not be, well, that, should well, not you be know, paying. You're not paying taxes on anything, then. That's what, whole, that's what I'm hoping. So I want to look into that and figure out, like, what's what the real deal is. So, but I know. I was it's looking too- into it because I know, I know there was a, a number of a $25 million fee floating mm-hmm. around. But it's only if you get approved. So I was wondering okay. if it was. I was wondering if if you got denied, if you still had to pay the twenty five million. Like uh, that would have been devastating. Oh my god, I I was wondering that too. So so those people get that money back. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. That's why. exciting, and I'm sure we'll see. Uh, you know, more more again. Just another example of widespread uh, sports gambling. It's going to be more and more mainstream. Yeah, it's on every ESPN screen now. This it's is on from, every Fox Sports. This is from Ryan Butler today. New York online sports betting tax rate will be a major obstacle to profitability, but the state's massive population still attracted most major sports books. New Jersey sees roughly $1 billion in monthly handle during football season. An estimated 25% comes from New York residents. <laughs> Just getting over that state line, literally. That's tough. Yeah. They're going to lose a lot of that. No, for sure. 
So I mean, I got buddies in New York City. They just take it. They just hop on a ferry, get across that. <laughs> it's literally location yeah. service picks up. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for riding along. And obviously, train wreck tonight, two twenty three. Shout out, sign off, Al. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, like you said, shout out to the train. You know, a lot of birthdays. Um, you know, shout out cons on Friday. Wake today. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is crunch time. This is a big time for train wreck sports. Bullet point seven one six, UV basketball. You know, degenerate zone. Yeah, wing reviews starting up in a couple of weeks here. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, like you said, degenerate zone now with mobile betting. How about the dart? The dart is hot. El Jarte. I'm not gonna lie. I was ticked off yesterday. I'm like, it hit a basketball pick and money line hits. It's just the dart cannot be stopped right now. It's it's performing another six out of eight. It's over 20 units, and I'm like, and oh, shocking. I had another just horrible gambling weekend. So it's just like, why don't I just not touch anything but the dart at this point? It is. When the dart wins and you don't follow it, just it's a demoralizing feeling for it sure. Is. It is. But hey, I hope you had a great birthday last Monday. Khan's had, and we know he had a great birthday this week. I hope Wake has a great birthday today. Shout out, though, to my sister, Abby. Her birthday, 17th birthday today as well. Wow. Shout out, Abby. Congratulations, Abby. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Eddie. But we're rolling along. So we got UB football tomorrow. You Tons of UB basketball Wednesday, Tuesday. We got Bills Sunday, and we got Sabres action all along the way. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Like I said, it's going to be exciting. And, uh, and yeah, as you know, my next future that I'm going hard at is Alabama men's basketball. Why not? Is. I'm done. I, I, I thought about it. Why take the abs plus 475? Why take Gonzaga plus 600? Why, you know, have some- oh, especially with some of your tinkering. I mean, you'll be getting those to like 100 to 1, like oh, easily. Easily. It's be amazing. You know, exactly. Have Can't some wait to see what you can do. And get to the end. Exactly. Get to the big dance. Anything can happen. Alabama, get that two seed. That's all I'm going to say. Seriously, need a top two seed. Hopefully, you were a top two seed in your mind, whether you're following along on Apple, SoundCloud, yep. Spotify, Instagram, Trainrock, Twitter. Make sure you're following YouTube. We got the bullet points yes. guys putting a ton of work on that YouTube. So make sure you're following along there. It's a content kingdom, but we appreciate however you're following along. Thanks for doing it. Make sure you get, go oh, wow, out 650. Unfortunately, the sun set on this elite day, but there's one thing you can do, whether it's having some Hartman's or whether it's getting ready for Monday Night Football, and that's have a good, good night. night. Now.